What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Namaste podcast. I hope you guys are having a fabulous day so far. So today on the podcast, I have a very special guest. Her name is Emily, and she's a crystal psychic reader, guys. She's really bloody cool. She actually read for me uh, maybe last October, I think, and blew my mind, and I've been obsessed with her since. Clearly, you guys know because I've talked about her like five times on the podcast already. (laughs) So... Um, I know I've set high expectations, but she will definitely fulfill them. So without further ado, here is Emily. Hello, everyone. Hi. Okay, so I just want to start off with asking you, have you always been very intuitive? Like, did you, was there a point in your childhood where you, like, tuned in to being very intuitive? Or is, is, is there a moment in your life that you remember just thinking ah yes I'm psychic for for sure so and I was raised I was very blessed and raised by an amazing mom and also my aunt as well and really my my whole family um to be intuitive and so from a very young age it was about well how do you feel about that and what do you think and what are those sensations um Mm -hmm. and definitely resonate with the word empath and feeling everything um yeah it's definitely a feeler so (laughs) Um, you know, if someone was going through a hard time or just the energy of a room or a space, it was always trusting my intuition to adapt to how to deal with that. Um, mm, so awesome. yeah, not necessarily just one instance, but just my whole growing up. Oh, wow. Mm. Cool. Yeah. I mean, for me, I grew up in a Catholic high school. I mean, no Catholic elementary school, sorry. And my mom was pretty Catholic as a kid, not really anymore, but, um, as a child, we would go to church and whatnot. And so it wasn't really practice. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, intuition was a foreign concept. And so for me, I really loved the idea of psychic abilities because I was addicted to shows like (laughs) Sabrina, the teenage witch and (laughs) Harry Potter, you know? So I just thought it was magical that people could read the future and that that's a possibility. So, um, you know, I did have many actual moments where I thought, oh, I could have psychic yeah, abilities, you know, sure. I could be intuitive. Um, so that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's I was, I was blessed. Not many people have that story. Yeah. Like not. Yeah. So it's your aunt that owns Odyssey, yeah. right? So Odyssey is the store that I told you guys in Pickering where it's a metaphysical store. They sell all kinds of books, rocks, all sorts of things to do with the spiritual community and world. And uh, yeah, your aunt owns it. That's she so does. cool. She do does. you know how that came about? Has she always been very spiritual? Did she just decide one day she wanted to open up a shop I don't do you know? I don't know the background of that deciding factor but she definitely is very connected and like same with my mom is her sister so I think right. that both of them are very intuitive and very helpful towards other people and I think uh, Deb wanted to outreach and and inspire others and share gifts and empower people in their gifts and so. boy has she yep, ever been for sure. the entire spiritual community of ajax yep. pickering <laughs> like literally all of durham region goes to odyssey yep. it's probably the number one all over the world all of the world yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's just really cool and it's if you guys haven't been there since uh, the, the first time i started talking about this place because <laughs> i'm assuming a lot of my listeners are probably from um the area in toronto but possibly not um if you haven't been there it's actually a two-part store so was it did she originally buy it like that or how did that 
happen. Do you know that? I don't background? know. Well, I, yeah. It, and I always joke with people. I say whatever doesn't fit on the one side fits on the other. So, right. I mean, there's like something for everyone and it's continuously growing and expanding and new teachers and new people working there yeah. and classes. And she's just a support for so many people. So yeah. it's funny what you just said about uh, there's something for everybody because I actually have a really amazing moment with Emily. <laughs> you probably don't remember this because it's just really random, but two Christmases ago, I came into the shop and I just felt drawn to be in the shop and I and I felt drawn that there was a Christmas present that I needed to buy someone in there. And I went to Emily and I said, Emily, <laughs> there's something in here that I need to buy. I feel drawn to it. Point me in the direction. <laughs> And then you said, I think it's in the other shop, in the other part of the store. And I went, okay. So I went to the other part of the store. And literally the second that I walked in, I was faced in front of these Doreen Virtue coloring books that I have been trying to buy for months online for I my totally friend Carly. I remember this. Yeah. And I'm mind blown, yeah. Emily. It was just such a cool moment. And that's the kind of magical moments everybody always has at Odyssey. I think it's, that's why it's just such a beautiful store. Every You just want to go there. Every time you're sad, you just want to go there to feel yep. a Do you ever feel drained by all the energy that comes into the shop? I definitely did. Yeah. Um, Especially in the beginning. And it was a lot of um, like you'd come home after like a seven hour shift and say you'd been hit by a train. Like it was exhausting. And learning that was, you know what? I've learned so much from being there. And one of those things is to ground and to not take things personally and to... Mm You know, there's a wide variety of people that come in there with a lot of different things going on in their lives. I've met some great characters (laughs) (laughs) in my last few years of being there. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) you know what? It's it's acceptance has been a huge thing. Um, But yeah, definitely grounding yourself and putting yourself first sometimes. Cool. Mm -hmm. Is there a class that you've taken? uh, Do you take a lot of classes? No. Oh, you don't? I don't think I've ever taken a single class. A Reiki class with Kelly. With Kelly. Oh, how was that? I'm actually signed up to do that. She is an amazing teacher. Like, I would recommend her to anyone. You Um, know what? She comes highly recommended from a lot of people. If you guys don't know what Reiki is, it's an energy healing technique, and uh, it's very practiced, not even in the spiritual community. I would say... Yeah, everywhere, everywhere around the world. Yeah. And I actually have my Reiki, Reiki level one with another teacher, but I took it so long ago that I've been feeling that I wanted to brush up yeah. all my skills. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. You've never taken uh, any of the classes. No. That's so, I mean, you no. are very intuitive. You're, so, I mean, it's, I think a lot of people take it. And it's just at work. All, like, I'm just always doing something. It's like, uh, I need that recharge at the end, right? You need to right. come home and be like, have a glass of wine and go to bed. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> do you find uh oh man i just lost my train of thought darn it ah uh, yes i remember now <laughs> do you find that a lot of your paycheck goes towards odyssey because oh yes. i have a friend that also works with you cheryl and we were just laughing about it the other day that she works to buy things at odyssey i think cheryl's like tab was 62 cents one day like it is yeah she said that <laughs> shameful <laughs> Um, yes. So like half of the crystals that come in probably come home with me before they go on the shelf. So (laughs) no way. Did you bring any of your crystals today? I was going to ask you. Okay. No worries. I have a whole fishbowl upstairs. (laughs) I might get you to pick one out later (laughs) just for fun. Okay. So, um, another question I had, do you have any techniques that you've practiced over the years that you've found that it's that has helped you become a little bit more intuitive and open to this world. Definitely. So number one, which I know is so 
you know, it's corny and so many people do it in a different way, but meditation. Um, and mm. for me, I, I really struggle to do that thing of sit on the floor and cross your legs and just be quiet for a minute. My meditation is turning off my phone, going for a walk, like just being in silence with myself and just seeing kind of what flows to me and comes to me. Um, and especially tuning in, one of the other things is with the emotions. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of people, when we go through like these highs and these lows of feeling all of that and not running away from it, there's so much wisdom in our emotions. Um, and I, you know what, that was one of the things for connecting with my gift of, I heard my higher self. I remember like this one time I was probably in high school I was really depressed and I heard my higher self say like well just go drink some water you know oh. like it was so it was it was interesting to just like hear that voice and we dismiss it so much that's the yeah. other thing of just trusting when you hear that voice in your head or you hear that instinct to go with it um, mm -hmm. so definitely meditation definitely trusting that gut instinct um, and doing the classes and reading the books and, you know, it's so many people that go, it's so expensive or I don't have enough time or, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. And you don't know until you try it and until you do it. And I've been blessed working in that store, but speaking with other like-minded people as well. And just what do you do? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because meditation is what has helped me. Yeah. And I always find that when I'm, you know, disconnected from the world the spiritual world or the community it's because I haven't been meditating yeah. and I mentioned this on my previous podcast that the last group meditation that you hosted a couple weeks ago with the amethyst yeah. that just woke me back up again mm -hmm. and it, it was just it was such a crazy experience and I've been so connected with that crystal and it's just weird because I've never been connected to amethyst yeah, before uh, me either that yeah. was I started oh, that right. off saying this say is that. not one of my favorites and yeah, yet I really either. right which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like the color, but I just, ne I d I've never felt pulled to yeah. it. But that meditation was just so wild that I've been feeling so much more loving and open since then. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. So meditation is a, yeah, that's a really good one. And I, I like that you said that you turn your phone off and you need to go for a walk. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people are very unaware how much we are affected by our phones. Yeah. Because it's also mindlessness, right? Yeah. It's literally my, like you're, you're doing your something out of habit and you're kind of numbed out yeah just like if you were to sit in front of the tv yeah. and you know eat like exactly. i think all these things were are all mindless activities that don't necessarily connect us and help us stay present in the world right and it's when you're present when you get the messages exactly yeah totally totally yeah, yeah. awesome Okay, next question. I'm sorry, I'm grilling you. <laughs> I just have so <laughs> many questions for you. So what was it like being very intuitive as a child? Did you, do you feel like it helped you in circumstances of meeting new friends? I felt like for me, I struggled a lot as a child in terms of being very intuitive and I didn't really know it. Yeah. And I would get feelings that people thought of me a certain way or yep. feelings that things were going to happen and you know I it, it kind of made me it pushed me to a point of being a little bit scared all the time yep. because I was always scared of you know things coming true and anyways yeah so I was just I'm just curious as to how your childhood was being For quite intuitive sure. so um 
and I mean being like young young I really connected with animals um oh. like that was my I loved the animals my my parents bought me goats when I was like three years old and what? chickens and like I loved them I'm definitely like a farm girl at heart are you vegetarian um, no <laughs> oh my god you're so funny did you see the look of shame like, on my face no, as I said that? no no it's all good <laughs> but it's just funny because um, you're the first person to ever say I had goats and chickens and and um, no <laughs> no I mean it depends on you know what you yeah what works for you yeah right? for so, sure so no but but saying that so like I really connected with them and it was interesting to be intuitive with something that doesn't speak my language um oh. so to know if something is scared or nervous and I know it's primitive but I was also young enough to understand how primitive that was right um and my mom will probably joke about this but like I loved watching Oprah and Dr. Phil oh my god and like Me people too. would come on like on the tv and I would just start crying like I would just listen to their stories and I wanted to learn how to help them and I'd be there probably blabbing about how to help them like it was oh. just like I loved that and then you know as you start going to school and you start meeting people I think I really took on mom rule like that side of the intuition of I want to make sure everyone is okay and um, I've always been good at when people choose to not listen to my advice that's that's fine like I've never <laughs> taken that hit I've never had that ego I, I like to stay humble in that um but oh, that's awesome but de- well I try to <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm you know <laughs> that, no that's a great skill to have yeah for sure but I I always took on that role of wanting to be that person that looked after everyone going through a hard time and oh. I think that's the intuitive nature and in picking up on on someone that's in a hard place Mm. so that's been you know for a long time of my life and really if there's anything that stands out from my childhood that like I even think of my mom being sick and getting her soup you know like it's just like I wanted to take care of everyone and even when it was unspoken words so yeah that makes a lot of sense as to who you are today yeah Yeah. it's funny yeah because I like I said I was very scared throughout my childhood about Mm -hmm. this whole world and I had a really horrible Ouija board incident happened to me when I was a kid yeah. and, um, and I got pneumonia and almost died it's this long story I said it on the podcast so I'm not gonna I'll tell you later okay. <laughs> they've all heard it before <laughs> but <laughs> I just I was so scared for so long and I and because I didn't understand it yeah. and I just you know especially if you grow up in a catholic church right they they, they train you to think that it's like evil differently and yep. like, yeah it's, exactly you know and it's um I I've never resonated with those ideas yeah that never felt right to me it didn't it's never felt yeah that way totally so it wasn't until I got older did I start you know opening myself up taking classes and learning more and now I'm that sort of yeah. person where I feel like I need to share this with everybody sure. and help everybody for sure know? it's funny you say that because I even think back to like and I probably would have been about eight or nine and I would go to church with one of my really close friends and her family and I remember sitting there going you know like none of this makes sense yeah like to me it just didn't make sense and I sat there and I didn't say anything Hmm. but inside it's like I don't I don't like that I don't trust that that doesn't feel right to me and I think that's what intuition is about is if it feels right to you then that's truth right Yes. And yeah, I had the exact same experience. And I went to Europe for a class trip when I was 16. And I became a little bit more aware (laughs) being in Italy and literally went into every single bloody church you can think of. And I was terrified. It just didn't, it just felt like there was a lot of things that just didn't resonate with me. And so, um, yeah, it was a little eye opening. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay, so another thing I'm curious about. So sometimes people are psychics and sometimes people are psychic mediums. So you're a psychic medium. And I'm curious as to know your process with receiving messages. So there is this psychic medium on television that everyone's obsessed with these days called Tyler Henry. And he, he's called the Hollywood medium. If you guys haven't checked out his show, it's actually really entertaining. He's a <laughs> lovely individual. And he's, uh, he has a very interesting, I actually read his biography. In, in his biography, he described his process of receiving messages as as he he would be given images mm-hmm. and then he translated the images into a sort of language like where where sir, if if spirit gives him one image it means yes. you know they're gonna have a heart attack or they right. had a heart attack or yeah. something right so he's com- he's created a, a whole language with spirit yeah. in order to pick up messages and, and understand messages quite faster so fascinating and of course that's something that you that you'll only get with practice yes. for me i'm you know i've had my own really crazy things happen to me where I've, I've been able to translate cool messages but I don't practice enough yeah so I'm just not yeah. at that level so do you have an experience like that do you do you hear Definitely. things there's people that are clear audience I, yeah. I, that hear things yeah. apparently so what's your process so I definitely see things that's okay, that's one cool. of the things and as a visual in my head as opposed to you know seeing grandpa standing behind you it's right it's the visual in my head that comes through and very similar to that like I will get numbers I will get dates I will get names um and images of for for example I'll reflect back on one of my readings but my old car used to be a Corolla and I had named it Mark (laughs) and so I get this flash of this car and I say to the lady you know I I'm getting a visual of my car it was named Mark and that was the message that needed to come through. And then with that, it wow. was about connecting to Mark's energy and what he needed to say and what needed to come through. So that's awesome. I'm still in. And you know what? I'm sure Hollywood medium would say this too. But <laughs> there, it's a learning phase. And it's definitely changed since the time I started. Because I really, I started off feeling a lot more than seeing and hearing Hmm. Um, and another amazing experience I had recently like within this last month um, which I had never had before and it totally freaked me out was I had this man speaking to me in French from the other side and so when I was reading for this woman and I and we had basically finished our whole entire reading the way I, I do it is in sections and we had finished all the sections I had given her her crystal necklace and we're about to say goodbye And I said, I know this is really strange and I'm probably going to butcher the way to say this, but, you know, I have this weird garble coming through and I'm whatever. And so (laughs) I said, if you just humor me. And so I passed it on and she starts crying and she's like, that was amazing. I came here for this. This was perfect. And it was her dad coming through. And he was a very headstrong Frenchman that had gone, I am never going to speak English. I'm never going to speak Spanish. I'm never going to speak anything. I'm a friend. I only speak en français. Wow. And it's funny because when spirits go to the other side, they approach you in a way that you can communicate it to the people that are here. So I love that he brought in that stubborn energy when he came. Like it was just, so I, I do, I definitely feel Um, I do hear and I do see and I feel like the hearing and the seeing is continuously growing. Right. 
cool mm-hmm. i would say i'm still a little bit i'm i i feel more than i yeah i hear that's how see. everyone i feel like that's how yeah. everyone starts off you know yeah. but so do you think that everybody is intuitive definitely you do yeah, yeah I, I do think that too mm-hmm. i think that my theory is that we're <laughs> all intuitive but we've been fed so many ideas mm-hmm. that a lot of our our abilities to be intuitive has been blocked right like with technology yeah. and you know just ideas on how the world works or yeah. this is evil or yeah. whatnot and medications Medica- like medications oh gosh, too yeah. right like there's just so many things chemically and you know societally food, yeah like too. everything that just kind of it changes the way we connect with our body mm-hmm yeah. Mm. yeah it's very very true because sometimes when i have had dairy i literally cannot think clearly yep. for Definitely. a good hour and so i've made this uh a, th- a thing that i do whenever i'm going to meditate i make sure i don't have dairy before yeah. because otherwise <laughs> i just can't i, I can't relax yeah. i can't, can't be open and, and, very interesting. and you know what even that sensitivity within you of noticing noticing you have brain fog after like so many people aren't aware of what they're eating of how it affects their body of how the stress affects their body the phone the everything right so when I say meditation and to sit with yourself and to pay attention to yourself that's the key to really being able to expand spiritually physically mentally in all ways I think it takes a lot of being by yourself to get there though right yeah yeah do you feel like well I guess you had you said you had your mom and your aunt for a lot of your life teaching Mm -hmm. you stuff man what a different life you lived than me but and you know what one of those telltale signs is I never felt like I had that person though you know Mm -hmm. like it's that life of I'm still looking for the other intuitive people I'm still looking for my clan right so and I think back to Odyssey that's why so many people come there is it's like these are my people yeah so actually I say this all the time like I you know have so many different kinds of friends from all walks of life and you know everywhere and (laughs) my cat's trying to get through the door guys (laughs) she's trying to open I'm I've been waiting to see if she'll open the door she's like about an inch there (laughs) yeah she she'll get there she'll let herself in by herself she's so intelligent this cat (laughs) but yeah what I was gonna say is I have so many different kinds of friends and it wasn't until I found Odyssey did I really feel like I'd found home yeah I found the people that truly get me yeah you know it's just I felt a weight on my on my heart for a lot of my life just feeling very misunderstood yeah and Odyssey really gave me the comfort that I've been looking for yeah Odyssey is just beautiful, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> and there's an ice cream store next door. Speaking of not having dairy, it's really hard when Odyssey has a delicious <laughs> ice cream store <laughs> right next I door. I always do sherbet. I feel less guilty about that. So ah, yeah. I, I usually get tiger tail. That is a little bit of sherbet, yeah. right? Yeah. But a little bit of dairy too, probably, <laughs> most likely. And licorice. It's delicious, guys. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so another question is, do you believe that a person's path is for a certain? So, for example, if you were to get a reading and a lot of the things were coming true, but maybe one or two three things didn't, mm-hmm. do you believe that is that's because someone chose another path or whether those things maybe were just misread or, yeah, do you have any ideas around that? For sure. So, um I think what comes through in a reading a lot of the time is, you know, the facts from the other side. If people need to come through, if visions come through and, you know, what you're always going to as a reader, you're interpreting. 
Um, so, you know, there can be miscommunication in talking to your guides and to source about what they're trying to pass on. Having said that, I have a lot of people that go, oh, you know, you told me you were going to get that job and I, I or I was going to get the job and I just didn't. And I said, okay, so you applied for it? Well, no. Oh, so they like, and it's, the you know, like, it's like, well. so you, <laughs> you're not going to sit down with someone and they're going to tell you you're going to be rich, you're going to be famous, and then you sit on the couch, right? right? You, like, you need to, you need to put the work in for that. Um, and you know what, to give, you know, credit to other readers, I've gone to see people and they've been completely off. Right. Um, and it's not to discredit what they're doing, but sometimes I think you don't always connect with every single person. Yes. And uh, on, like, personally I've had times that I've gone to read someone and I've gotten 10 minutes in and I've gone you know I'm not connecting with you like I'll I'll give you, you your left. money back but I yeah but I'm not connecting with you really that's and, really honest of you to yeah, do that that's that's really beautiful Emily that's like because you know what I'm sure a lot of people really they just read it that. right they yeah. just read it and they push it and they go through with it and it's it's not about being generic it's about being honest and truthful and if I'm not connecting to your higher self and your guides I've got mm-hmm. nothing to say to you Wow. Right. So that's really cool. <laughs> but I really respect that. Yeah. And there's people that don't do that. No. You know, and there's people that are in this for a business. And I think, you know what, in terms of any reading, if you ever go for a reading, connect with the person. And if you don't, then you need to say, you know, what, I, I don't connect with you. And so why would I trust the guidance and why would I trust what you're passing on to me? Right. So to take that personal role in going, well, I don't really trust what they're saying because I don't even connect with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've had an instance actually with someone reading me and I I felt like the energy was just very off. And yeah. I don't know if they've had an off day or whatnot because they've read other people that have said great things. Yeah. But it could just have been that they weren't connecting with me because yeah. the stuff that she was saying just wasn't resonating yeah. at all. And yeah. I just felt like she was literally making stuff, stuff up. up. Yeah. And it just, it, it was really kind of saddening because I was very much looking forward yeah. to it. <laughs> and I'd never, it was a very like unique kind of reading. It was, um, what's it called like Kashik records yeah. it was a very unique kind of reading so I was excited but anyways yeah it just didn't work out for me unfortunately yeah. um but I I just I did make that note maybe she just didn't connect with me I need to find someone else yeah right again yeah because it, I just can't imagine that someone had so many recommendations from everyone else yeah. and then I had such a poor experience right. you know like everybody just re- resonates differently yeah. and yeah. and also too like a red flag for me is if I ever go for a reading and and that stupid wording of there's a negative energy attached to you and I feel like you know you need to come back six (laughs) times so we can deal with this and you know working in the store like there are people that that are trusting of that and that spend thousands of dollars and so my my key rule and I will say this to anyone that ever comes to see me if you walk away not feeling empowered I didn't do my job oh wow that's awesome you should never leave feeling like you need to come back and see me ever again. You should never leave feeling like you have something attached to you or that there's negativity around you or someone yeah. should be able to help you with that and yeah, give you, you guidance. Feel scared. Right. Yeah. It's a reliance on yourself, not on someone else. And my job as a reader is to pass information through. It's not about me. It's right. about what comes through from the other side. So if anyone, you know, manipulates that truth and that's unfair and a red flag for the credibility I think of course you know I didn't even think about that there are a lot of people that probably go through Odyssey that are quite vulnerable yeah I mean I myself was yeah very vulnerable once upon a time when I discovered Odyssey yeah. and 
thank God I got some great ad- advice yeah. that helped me through my life. And then that's what kept me coming back. For right. Sure. So I can't imagine, man, yeah. if I had stumbled upon someone. The wrong who, person, yeah, right? Who didn't give me good For advice. sure. Interesting. Um, and going back to what you were saying about giving people a reading and them not actually acting right on yes. you know what they what they want their dream life it's it's super interesting that goes back to I think a lot of people get confused when they watch the secret or they they read the book the secret yes and I think they like they don't realize the main ingredient to getting the life that you want is action living it is literally living yeah. it is is working towards it every single day yeah. not just think like there there's no I don't know. There's no law. There's no life just doesn't work like like that, like that. You yeah. can't sit on sit on the couch yeah. and and just Get expect right. a Ferrari to be in your garage right. the next day. Like Literally. it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Like you have to act. Yeah, it's possible that you could you, you could be doing some kind of action and working really hard towards something. And yeah. then you just so happen to win the lottery. Right. But there's always something, there's always action involved that gets you to yeah. a point where you win the lottery. There's, and I, yeah. I think even too, like um, uh, people come in and they go, I'm looking to fall in love with someone. Well, you're not on a dating site and you're not putting yourself out there <laughs> oh, and you're wow. not going on dates. Yeah. So how are they going to find you? Right. You know, like it's that thing of you need to actively want it. Right. And I think sometimes people come, I, I've definitely witnessed this of people come for readings wanting you to tell them that everything is going to be okay Mm -hmm. and a lot of it is I'm not you know I'm not the coach that's patting you on the back I'm the person that's going to kick you in the ass and go you need to (laughs) you need to work towards this and you need to feel the emotions get back in touch with yourself put yourself out there like basic back to the basics right Mm -hmm. I love that yeah, you, you empower people, you know, and you try to tell them the truth right. to get them, you know, back on track. I love that. Yeah. You're so awesome. Well, thank you. You too. <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing I just realized, we haven't actually described your process of doing readings for people because it's really quite unique to a lot of other readings I've ever mm-hmm. had. So can you just sort of give the readers, the listeners, sorry, uh, an idea as to what your process is like? For sure. So I, I basically get you to focus on four areas of your life. And I know when people come for readings, they generally have a question that they want to ask. Um, But I like to see the bigger picture and see what other influences are affecting you. So, you know, generic things of family, love life, spirituality, personal growth, finances, career. Um, So I get you to pick certain areas of your life that we focus on and then get you to pick certain crystals anonymously. So using your own energy and put them on each of those areas areas and then they're my way of opening up and connecting so um you know sometimes I'll play around with them a little bit or just the way that they're laid out there I'm able to kind of connect to the other side and read what comes through and again go with that advice and that intuition and they're always cool like they (laughs) always end up so cool oh it's always so spot on it's just wild Mm -hmm. yeah when I had originally gone to Emily for the reading guys I picked out I think it was like career love and I don't know t- the two other ones yeah. spirituality something yeah. else <laughs> and f- under love I just had all these questions mm-hmm. about you know why I had certain past relationships and and what my present relationship was yeah. going to evolve into and the crystals that I picked she literally described to a T the energies of you know my past relationship and yeah. and my present boyfriend it was just it was just such a wild experience yeah. and so 
do you think that the the crystals help you be a little bit more comfortable? Like, do you think like if you didn't have them, you would you'd still be able to do that? Sometimes, do yeah, I do think that. Um, some sometimes I want to challenge myself a little bit and go, let's just try this without anything. I also think that people like that visual of actually just seeing the stones laid out. Um, and some of them actually that I read with have inclusions in certain shapes. So it adds to mm. the messages that are coming through. Um, and something that I do at the end of my session is I will give you a hand wrapped pendant that you can wear afterwards. And so I feel like it all just kind of ties in together. But I think within mm. these next few years, I will challenge myself that little bit more without the stones and see how that goes. So I mean, they're really cool and it makes you stand out right mm -hmm. like no one else has readings like that yeah so I wouldn't even take them away I was yeah. just curious to yeah know no how uh, how you begun that process did you just always feel connected with stones or was that something that started happening when you started working at Odyssey yeah, I I love crystals I have always yeah. loved crystals and like even just pebbles like I had in my room just this area of shells and pebbles and feathers <laughs> and like all these things that I would find outside pine cones as well yeah. um and yeah no I I've always loved them and really how that gift kind of started to evolve even more so is when people would come up to the cache and they'd have the stones and I'd, I'd kind of see things inside and I'd hear the little messages and I'd get oh. these intuitive thoughts and my aunt had always been like you should just read at the store and I was like I don't like cards like I don't really know what I would want to do and then it, <laughs> it turned into okay this is my calling so yeah wow mm -hmm. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite crystal? Citrine is ah. my favorite crystal. I'm sure like everyone that knows me will answer it that way. But I, was, I just actually made a mental um, note that you were wearing citrine. Two of the, yeah. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and could you tell everybody what that stone stands for? Yeah, so citrine, it focuses on your solar plexus, which is that inner confidence center. Hmm. Um, but it's like the sun. It's happiness. It's abundance. It's bringing prosperity. And for me it's that that manifestation stone um and it raises your vibration like you feel happy with it it's so, so true yeah yeah I I feel drawn to citrine a lot yeah. as well yeah it's just it is like the sun it's beautiful it's orange guys an orangey yellow yep. yeah it's just a really warm pretty stone is it true that you don't have to cleanse citrine I I do anyways just because I do all of mine but you shouldn't have to okay yeah. and I know that there's a lot of people that have specific stones and they put it in their water bottles do you ever yeah. do that yeah for sure is there because i i thought i've heard that sometimes certain stones can be like very poisonous. toxic yeah for sure is there one that you could that you know off the bat that is good for your water yeah. that you'd be so fine drinking from most of the quartz family um like, like clear quartz yeah. so clear quartz okay. rose quartz citrine and amethyst are the ones that you're fine with okay um and also shungite so shungite is like oh. a purification stone um, and it cleanses your water. It actually cleanses you as well. It has like a, I forget what that's called, chel chelation or something. Oh. And it takes toxins out of the body. Um, but any of those guys are fine. The rest of them, and even still with those, check the quality. Like make sure that they are okay and not coming from China and mislabeled somehow. <laughs> oh um, but Has but that happened? I'm sure that it has. Oh I mean, yeah. I've seen, I've seen malachite in water bottles and anyone that knows malachite, it is like, toxic like <gasps> even to absorb through the skin so it's like you're damaging your liver please stop like oh, yeah no. yeah you witnessed that at the store yeah and <gasps> I said take that out right now that's like no good for you yeah were they 
just experimenting or were yeah. they told to do they that? They were just unaware. Oh no. Like just, oh, I'll put this, you know, and that's the thing. There's mm. a lot of information. It's elements from the earth, right? Like right. It, you wouldn't put uh, a ball of iron in your water bottle. You know, right. like take it right. down to the primitive level. <laughs> so to know what's in it is super important. Right. Oh, wow. Cool. Okay. So I also wanted to talk to you about the course that I took with you on stones that help with anxiety and depression. Yes. I loved this course. Mm-hmm. First off, I think you should do this even more often. Yeah. Do you have one scheduled for soon? I think it's going to be coming up. Yeah, so, th- yeah. It's a really great course. So in the course, Emily talks about specific different kinds of stones that can help you with, uh, you know, anxiety and depression yeah. if you so suffer from that. And I am someone who does, you guys know I'm quite open about it mm-hmm. and I'm not really any more in terms of depression. Anxiety comes and goes. It's not really bad. Like it used to be. Mm-hmm. However, I do work with the stones that there. Emily suggested. <laughs> so <laughs> I was wondering if you could tell us about two stones that you feel are really, really good for anxiety. For sure. So lapidolite is the one that I kind of go, if there's any of them to work with that citrine as well. Um, but it's funny cause I don't even have that stone. Yeah. That's that, that I honestly thought you were going to say how light. Yeah. Well, how light's good. How light's the next one. Yeah. Look at she's the AA over here. It's a plus. <laughs> um, so lapidolite is working with lithium, um, which is what is the element that they put into anti-anxiety and antidepressant medication. Really? Yes. And it's really good for like calming the mind and getting yourself into this space. It's working on the crown chakra energy as opposed to grounding you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's calming the mind and bringing in that realization of I'm okay, I'm safe, this is fine, I'll get through this. Like it's that those mantras that you say to yourself to kind of overcome. Um, And it's like an empowerment stone of getting past that point. And then the other one, as Melissa mentioned, is <laughs> how light is also one of my favorites. So it actually looks like a little brain. It's very cool. It does um, look like a little it, brain. It does. <laughs> and it's it's Grain, working on. White. Yeah. And working on, again, like grounding yourself into your physical body, calming the mind. Um, and it actually works on like the structural systems in your body, the tendons, the bones, mm-hmm. like your teeth, calcium levels. Um, so working on that structure of being grounded in your physical body and feeling the emotions processing through them so those two and like everyone should have citrine so yeah those three yeah there you go (laughs) I agree I and I also love selenite selenite Selenite. yeah Yeah. you you mentioned that one in the class and I had it and weirdly enough I lost it okay and then on my birthday my brother's girlfriend bought me it again and I was thinking about it just that week that I wanted to go and get it again because I felt very like I needed it and she just so happened to buy it and she's not really involved in this world so I I just thought that was really awesome and cool. cool that that happened but then a day later, I found the one that I lost. And so now I've just been carrying both That's of them. That's so cool. Yeah. Could you maybe um, tell us a little about what selenite does? Yeah. yeah. So selenite, it actually looks like clear astrations. Yeah. Um, and it is basically totally cleansing so you can cleanse your other crystals you can cleanse yourself and it's allowing any blockages to leave your body it's basically the energy you'd want to put a baby in it's loving it's light it's when we talk about reiki that's a stone that kind of holds that energy as well healing clarity um so and raising your vibration so when you are in a depressed space or when you are feeling anxious and kind of um you know, tingly and nervous, um, to just kind of cleanse those away from you and feel, again, that empowerment and that Mm -hmm. acceptance of where you're at. 
That makes complete sense because yeah. around my birthday is when I was feeling a lot of blockages. Yeah. And I just needed to be cleansed. Yeah. And so that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So my final question is something I like to ask everybody that comes to my show. And it is, could you describe a miracle that has happened to you in your life? Could you tell us all maybe if some, maybe a cool reading that you had that, you know, maybe gave you shivers or made you very happy or something you witnessed that really just brought you tons of joy? Oh my God, so many. Um, okay, well, I have two and one is cheesy. Great. The cheesier, the better, girl. Okay, so I had done a reading for this lady. Uh, she was wanting to conceive with her partner. They had been trying for a really, really, really long time. Oh. And so she had come for this reading with me and I had said, you know, I, I sense this baby energy around you and it feels like this little girl. And she goes, starts crying. And it's this thing of like, oh, you know, like they told me that I, I couldn't get pregnant and I'm on all these hormone things and we just stopped trying. Um, and it turns out that she was pregnant. <gasps> And she oh. didn't know. And so I loved that. And she wasn't going to try again. And it was like, this spirit is just here with you. Like, I feel that she wants to come through. Like, it feels like she's literally sitting here with us right now. Wow. And so it had been about a month and she didn't know, which was so cool. Oh, my God. And I almost like. No, I know. It makes me teary, so too. It's very sweet. That is beautiful. Um, and every time that I reconnect with her, like, she'll send me pictures of, of her daughter, like, growing up and I think that that's just so cool um and then the corny one is I you know not me doing a reading but I had gone for a reading um with a lady named Sasha that works at the store and I highly recommend her as well she is great she is like a firecracker that one yeah um and I had just been going out of this you know getting out of this relationship with my ex-boyfriend and I had met Rob and I loved Rob. Like I thought, your present boyfriend. Yes, my present boyfriend. <laughs> and I thought that he was amazing. And it was this weird overlap of it was kind of too soon to be mm-hmm. moving into a new relationship. And she had said, you know, like let let it go. Like let go of the fear. Like just go with it. Mm-hmm. And like he's, you know, you ask about a miracle. Like he's my miracle. Like I I Aww. love him so. She was like so bang on. She described him. She described like our first date that we would be like walking in a forest and that's what we did. Like we took his dog for a walk. Like it was amazing. Oh, so, wow. That's so great. Yeah. A miracle for me. And, you know, I've observed so many in so many other people's lives too. Oh. So definitely. Sash is actually the girl that introduced me to Odyssey. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, She we we connected in chapters the bookstore oh my God. that I used to work at and I used to, yeah the one down the street yeah. I used to work there and she would come in all the time with her sister and I would recommend different spiritual yeah. books that I had been reading that's crazy yeah and so she you know at that time funny enough at that time I was really closed off because I was still scared from all that yeah that childhood dra- like drama and, and whatnot with the Ouija board and all that stuff so I was quite scared of the world still and but I was just always so interested that I just knew every self-help book you can think yep, of yeah I was the self-help girl <laughs> at chapters and she started talking to me about you know my energy and my light and she says you're an earth angel and you're here to help people yeah. and just things that I felt that I didn't know how to communicate and 
she told me about Odyssey and then she said she does readings there. Yeah. I added her and her sister on Facebook and then I just started seeing her postings and then eventually you went. I found my way here. Yeah, that's cool. So, and that's how I met you. That's so cool. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Actually, I want to tell you another cool incident that involves you that you probably don't know of. Uh, another pregnancy thing which is kind of cool. So I brought two of my friends from chapters. I talked about this, I think on the podcast as well. What haven't I talked about? (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I just want to talk about this stuff all day. Uh, I brought two of my friends from chapters to Odyssey and I told them about the process of picking out their own crystal. And I said, you know, just go with whatever you feel drawn yep. to, pick it out. And then um, the, sh- the shop person, the mm-hmm. salesperson yeah. will tell you uh, what it means. And you just so happen to be working. And one of my friends, Amanda, had picked out a crystal for herself. And sure enough, that crystal was for pregnancy. And she had been trying yeah. for a while with her um, husband. And, you know, they were unsuccessful at the time. And then they eventually she not too far after she got pregnant and that's her baby was just born like three weeks ago what? yeah that's amazing so another pregnancy cool pregnancy I story so yeah you, you had said you know, i see pregnancy around you and that's what the crystal actually yeah said. so that's kind of cool that's yeah so this, you have a second story to there tell you go <laughs> <laughs> you're predicting everybody's yeah. birth <laughs> I, <think so. laughs> I love it <laughs> Awesome. Okay. So the last thing I just want to quickly talk about is all of your crystal jewelry. So can you tell all of my listeners about that? Yes, for sure. So I, um, I make crystal jewelry. Uh, so I wrap crystals into pendants. Um, and I also do, you know, bracelets and custom bracelets and things like that. So you can wear the crystals that you're working with throughout the day because tucking them in your pocket is not always successful um (laughs) so yeah I've been doing that for about a year almost a year and a half and I'm on Etsy and I'm visible on Instagram as well um do you want to tell them yeah for sure so Instagram um you can hit me up at gemstone underscore whispers um and on Etsy if you search me up it would be spirit roots company without any spaces um and attached to either of those is the facebook which you know what it's all kind of the same stuff but if you want to follow me there too that's super cool i'll actually tag all of this when i post this i'll I'll put it in awesome yeah in the description awesome yeah and so i i like to create things for people so that they can be custom and they can wear them and i'm actually going to be coming out with this is new information that melissa just gets to know but i'm going to be coming out um relatively soon with a service where you can kind of speak with me over the phone or Skype or however you feel comfortable to reach out and kind of tell me what's going on in your life at that point. Um, and I will make you a custom piece of jewelry. So be that oh. a necklace or a bracelet or, you know, I'm expanding new horizons and stuff too. It. I'm also going to be doing a monthly crystal box. So that what? subscription, yeah, will be coming up soon. I'm subscribing already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. yeah, new things coming, um, but I want to make it personal and I like to make it fun and, you know, spread the love. Like it's it. interesting that that's something new that's coming up for you because literally my next question was going to ask you, do you intuitively pick out stones for people? Yep. And so Me I too. guess that's essentially similar. You're going to talk to them and then yeah. try to intuitively pick it out for exactly. them. Cool. Hmm. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, so you should definitely check out her Instagram, guys. You can see all the different pieces of jewelry that she's created. Really awesome. Thank you. And if you want to book a reading, you can just DM him her through Instagram, yes? yes. Or, or do you want them also via Facebook or just Instagram's Either. easiest? Either, whatever. Yeah, it's Gemstone Whispers on Facebook as well. Yeah. 
So you can send her a message via Facebook or Instagram. Highly, highly recommend <laughs> her crystal <laughs> readings, guys. <laughs> Honestly, every, you really, everyone should book one. I'm tell, I tell everybody. Um, I, half my friends have come to you. So <laughs> my mom's next, actually, probably. Go. And probably my brother and then his girlfriend. <laughs> So anyways, thank you so much for hanging out with me, Emily. Thank you for having me. Honestly, it's been awesome. so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, maybe in the future, I can have you back. Actually, in the future, I haven't told anybody this on the podcast yet, but I want to get a separate cell phone and have people call in. And so it'd be yes. cool. Maybe I don't know if you're down for this, but it'd be cool to have people call in and maybe you can give them readings. Like, yeah, I would or love advice. that. Yeah, that would be really cool well I'm glad you're down for that because that would be really awesome and that's something I've been thinking about for a while but I don't necessarily want to give out my own phone number <laughs> just in case <laughs> I used to get some prank calls a while back there's and great photos that come through on those too <laughs> yeah oh yeah exactly <laughs> so I'm a little uh, cautious and especially because I have uh, a few people that watch me on Cricket Live. Just a few. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. Awesome. You are awesome. Thank and you for having me. You're fun. welcome. And guys, don't forget to check her out. And thank you so much for um, listening. And don't forget the motto. I almost called you guys Cricket Family. Yeah, I mean, a lot of you that listen to me are the Cricket <laughs> Family. So, <laughs> but my Namaste family, actually, don't forget that the grass is always greenest where you are right now. Have you ever heard that motto before? I love that. Yeah, I love it too. It really resonates with me. And I think it's a good reminder to just be present and be thankful and grateful for what you have right now because there's never a future and you can't go back in the past. You might as well just be grateful for what you have. And often, I don't know if you've had this experience, but often you'll get what you want and just the the allure has kind of gone away. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you can just get to a place of being grateful and happy with what you have right now, then I think, you know, that's the best place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Anyways, love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be back next Friday with another Namaste podcast. But till then, I'm sending you all so much love, light, and motivation to tackle those goals. Namaste. Talk to me, Emily. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks. That's so great. (laughs) I'm so glad.